dude, I'm just, I'm listening to this and I'm like, wow, this is not, this is more relevant now. One thing I will say is it's more relevant now than it was when we actually recorded that in a lot of ways. And then in like the same thought, I'm thinking, God, I suck. Why do I say such dumb things? Why am I telling stories and it's taking me fucking 40 seconds to say two words but what's funny is like you get you get into the you get into the groove of you know what you're doing and then once you get into that groove then everything seems clear and just calm and collected and coherent and you know I don't know. Maybe maybe my mind is just jiving with it. I'm not a good. I shouldn't be the judge of us. I mean, th- this section is going to be cut out and put on the front of the next episode from that drunk one. Yeah. What do you? What do you? Uh, I, I don't know. What, I haven't listened to it yet. So, what are the topics that we talk about in there? In that um, next half hour, forty minutes. Um. You start talking about a block party. Yeah, I can't talk about that story without spoilers. So, okay. so we talk about um, murder versus hunting, and okay. then we um, we segue into. Um, well, hold on. Let's. Did we clap or no? No, we have not clapped. Okay, three, two, one. All right. Um. The pre the pre show should just be Nick bitching to me. <laughs> um, will, will he sign a release? He doesn't need to. He will. He doesn't use technology. He'll never know. Um, have no idea. Um, he should just be our our mascot or something. And you should just take that whole monologue and take clips, small clips from it. And just make that like our segues is just be like I'm fucking you know like whatever he says. Oh my god, be amazing. Um, <laughs> did I? I didn't even talk. I didn't even write down what it is. Okay. Well. Oh, I didn't put it in my notes. So yeah, we can't well, we can't really <laughs> introduce it beyond saying that. Here's what I here's we, what I'm we, noticing. We we clap synced for this episode in what I already said was gonna be a throw for the other episode. <laughs> so Oh. Well, you can sync around the sinks or whatever. Yeah. What Versus, am I supposed to be wait, tell me what I'm supposed to be talking about right now. <laughs> no, no, this is this was just turning into one of the little like uh previews that I that I've been putting to put the old episodes out of a different space than the current episodes. Oh, that's really easy. That's me telling you that what you're about to hear is this very slowly evolving roller coaster of in and out of drunk. There are parts where I slur. There are parts where you slur. There are parts where we get things wrong. And there are parts where we become angry and belligerent. It is truly um, a testament to, um, I think, our friendship that we can yell at each other and record it and then decide to listen to it later. I will say that um, <laughs> since these past episodes and since this crisis, we've, uh, we've definitely gotten it down to a more efficient and more civil uh, process. So we get in, we get out, we tell our stories, and we help each other out. That's true. <laughs> because listening to this two-hour insanity uh, is—it's a struggle. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm... but it's but it's also basically a year ago from today, close enough. So yeah. It's, oh no, it's totally. A, it's a study in us and our lives a year ago, and a study in us and our lives during the epidemic. So we're very different. To a certain degree, as far as what we're, we're filling our airtime with. Right. I mean, the, the severity of life has changed, right? So it's like, 
back then we were fucking carefree and just cruising into a weekend, getting loaded and talking about guns and shit. It was a more innocent time. Yeah, yeah it was. Last night I was at a block party. You said block party? Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's that's what I said. Okay, no, I just um, wanted to make sure I heard you right. And so we went to like the corner gas station to like you know everyone's refueling in different ways. Some people are getting water. Some people are getting ice cream. I'm sorry, Others what? Getting... Wait, the block party included you guys going to a, a quick stop to get refreshments yep more or less yeah yeah they didn't have those at the party the block party was like mostly food and beer and like one of the people in the party wanted to get cheap beer and not like six dollar like you know traps family lodge beer they wanted to get like a six dollar four pack of like Stella Artois, like Tall Boys, <laughs> or something. Six dollars um, for a four pack still sounds like more more than average priced beer. Yeah, instead of like a just get a thirty like get a, a thirty rack of Jenny, you know. Well, he got Stella, which is like what he could have gotten for like what. He, anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm literally staring down the Stella he gave me last night that I. He was like, "Yeah, here's your here's your Stella, here's your beer," and I was like, "All right, that's cool, thank you." I appreciate <laughs> it's like, it. You're, you're like, "I didn't ask for this. Oh no, it's yours. <laughs> you you take this." <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, you like, start leaving, really... and he's like, "Oh no, take it, take their beer." Like at that point, I was like seriously trying to sober up, so I was just like, "I'm just gonna," you know. And part of my sober up scheme was that I had to walk over a mile to get to my car, which was fine. It was just like, you know, n- no big deal. Like I was just I was done drinking for the night, so. Anyway, you're you're doing the thing that you do, which is just pull me away from the fucking story. No, you, so, you say things that just spin me out of control. I can't help that. And that and that is why we do this. I think that's the reason. So we go outside. We all st- like all of us step outside, and there is one, two. There's seven of us, right? And we all look up. And we have already seen this guy who's entered this little, you know, gas station mart in front of us. He's in full head-to-toe camo. Okay. Sounds like a cool dude. You know, the baggy type. Like, he's hunting. There's nothing, there's no question about what season what is he's it doing. There? Exactly. And this is, we're going to get there. So... <laughs> so (laughs) i guess let it be said that i'm in a group of people um who are like i'm gonna just say not hunters right and that's a lot of vermont no hunters right but also vermont has a pretty serious hunting culture um so Right now, I mean, there's probably more than just uh, more than just what these guys had right right now. But effectively, right now is um, I'm actually gonna say this a different way. So we all look up at this pickup truck, <laughs> and everyone sees this one thing first, which is a guy with his hands covered in blood. Mm-hmm. And he's in the back of a pickup truck, and the guy who is in the shop comes out with, like, six bags of ice. That's all he buys. He just buys ice. And I wish I could paint this picture a little better for you, but it's amazing because on the other side, there's, like, this structure that is not common for a corner gas station. And it is, like, the most... Um, driven part of town. It is a high, high traffic area for Vermont. I'm going to say it's like top 10 intersections of Vermont is what this little this little stop is. But it's very small in a small town. 
And yet, this big, huge structure is in the way of where these guys are parked and the end of the block party, which is stopped, of course, by like three or four Vermont state troopers. And yet someone's like, someone has the the concept come out like, you know, either these guys just murdered a family and have brass balls or it's some kind of hunting season. <laughs> so this is the, the comment and thought that comes out of this person, which admittedly, I think most of the people were thinking. Okay. And then someone sees the arm of the animal and that person beelines it to the truck and is like, oh, sick. Did you guys just shoot a bear? <laughs> Did they? And, yeah. Yep. And it is bear season. And that is that is the correct answer. What type of bears so, you got there? Brown bears? Black bear only. Yeah. yeah. yeah we only have black bear. God, if we had anything other than black bear, I'd, I don't know. I would not be okay with that. Why is that? Black bear, are, black bear are great. They are great. They are a nuisance at best. They're like, they're like the same level as trash panda nuisance. They just want food and they get scared away when you, you know, when you get out there and, and bears are a little bit more stubborn then pandas trash pandas will be but uh and i should i guess mention that trash panda is raccoon um but anyway this this guy had a full bear a full-size bear in just the back of his pickup truck in like this i want to say homemade kind of like rectangular bucket that they were pouring ice into what just getting... is what's a homemade bucket look like? Was it metal? Uh, it's like it's like partially wood, but like I don't know. It'd be a crate, maybe. I guess crate is better, but it was sealed, so it was like. But it didn't. Feel bucket like it buckets aren't sealed. I know, but it wasn't big enough to. Well, no, a bucket can hold water, and this thing could also hold liquid because it was. Not, Your argument like, you know, like a... can't hold water. Let's see what I did there. Uh, no. Yeah, no, I guess a bucket can hold water. So that type of seal. Not not a seal on top. I got, I got what you're saying. Also, a bucket can be made of wood. It's just, it I guess most of the times, a bucket is round and this is rectangular. Well, no, there's plastic square buckets and, and the rectangle is a square. Yeah. Anyway... So I didn't know if they're pouring if they had like a a home injection molder or 3D printer that they were making these these buckets. The guys who are bear hunting don't have a 3D printer. Why not? They just don't. That doesn't really go together. But how you I mean you might know now but no then you didn't know if they killed the bear intentionally or if like the bear broke into their house or something. Bears are not getting shot when they get broken and then when they break into houses. Um, Not in Vermont. If these people in head-to-toe camouflage were in the middle of 3D printing something and the bear came in and knocked it over, do you think their rage would have led to them shooting the bear? (laughs) No. Anyway, it's, it's bear season in Vermont. That's what I should be telling you. Bear season is... September 1st to November 15th, that is early season. And then there's late season, which is November 16th, the day after early season ends, to November 24th. Okay. That is uh, that is the hunting season. And hunting hours are one half hour before sunrise and one half hour after sunset. Then there are rules for archery hunting, tagging, reporting, transporting, and um, oh, and and dog dog hunting. Beer, a uh, bear. Is the hunting 
dog hunting. Dog hunting bear. Mm. So like a Rhodesian uh, Ridgeback. Yeah. Send out like a, a roadie to, to go take down a bear. Dog hunting is not my favorite um, pastime in Vermont. Yeah, uh, I don't want to get... I didn't know that was still a thing. That seems so fucking uh, 1880s, you know? Like it seems it, like it's, a, yeah. it's an oil painting or something. I mean, there are rules for... It, it, dog hunting is banned in most states, actually. Anyway, uh, I was saying the hours for hunting... Mm. Does that mean I can't fire my gun until one half hour? Or does that mean I can't get out of my car and set up my hide? Before... Fire your gun. Okay. So Definitely that also, that's what that, that means. That also means at the closing, if I've killed the bear and I'm just transporting it to my car, that's not considered hunting if it's after a half hour after after nightfall. That's correct, yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. I don't know these intricacies. Yeah, yeah no, there are definitely intricacies. I, I mean, as long as you have a tag um, and you, you get your license and you get a bear tag every year if you want one. Why don't um, the hunters just play bear tag instead? I guess they, <laughs> they play <laughs> bears. <laughs> I mean, we got, okay. phone, we got phones now. They could just take selfies with them. Be like, look at this bear I tagged. That's a bigger bear than you could tag. It could actually escalate a lot more fun than than shooting with bears. Oh, I have one more thing on the self-driving car thing that I forgot. I mean, shoot it at me. We are solving the world's problems right now. Are the self-driving cars... Okay, is there going to be a case? I'm I'm just going to say there is. To hold the cars? Is there going to be a case where the car requests human uh intervention to perform a task that is to say like the computer can't figure out for some reason because it like maybe because it's a blizzard and the cameras are obscured and there's something that they just can't figure out how to get up this hill in in this blizzard i I was thinking just just easily as uh plug me in or put gas in my tank (laughs) <laughs> right but okay so like if you're dri- the driving aspect like you're you're on a road it's driving and then it just gives you a, a triple beep and it's just like driver intervention requested and then like what do you have the option to be like no figure it out <laughs> or are you like all right i guess let's try it and then you do it but the best part is at some point that won't happen that won't be able to happen because we won't know how will, to drive yeah we won't know how to drive our ability to drive will have fucking atrophied yeah just like our ability to fucking handwrite and write a letter keep going and our ability to sustain ourselves or like as... just like yeah like just like directions too I can't drive to a new place without my fucking uh, uh, GPS on. You can't get food without going to a grocery store either. You don't know how to cultivate your own food and harvest your own food. Sure I do. I just don't have time because I have a full-time job. Right, but if you didn't have a job and you lived in the middle of fucking nowhere, you'd probably be a smallholder and you'd probably have uh, a garden and you'd probably have... What's a smallholder? Oh, small holder. That's a that's an English term. Have you not seen the River Cottage series? Because if you haven't, you're fucked up. I think I saw it once, and you and Bill didn't didn't stop talking about it. It's amazing. Yeah, what this? A small hold is what like a a, a, lo- a small plot of land. It's like a it's like a self sustaining kind of idea. Like you are going to be able to have meat and veg for your family but enough so so that you can also trade for the other things right that you would be able to you would need to sustain yourself throughout the course of a year without having a real job which man i've been thinking about it more and more and just get angry at the fact that every 
thing that is bad in in at least this country, but probably most of the world too, is on the fact that we can't sustain ourselves on a local basis. No. It's so, like, you think of, like, global warming and price inequity and job opportunities. You know how many of those problems you could solve if you destabilized the four factories that were in charge of giving the entire country food and mandated that, like, you can only get food within 300 miles of where you live. And then you're restricted to just what those people can grow and just what animals they can feed there. I would fucking love that. I don't know if it would be... I don't, I'm not saying it would be better. I'm just saying it would solve every problem. It would solve almost every problem. Yes. Name of a problem it doesn't solve. Well, it's is it more than food? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying get rid of fucking long-haul transport... Get rid of. How about uh, all resources? How about all resources that are like that? Like all, all resources outside of three hundred miles. Think about that. That's what yeah. I'm thinking about. Yeah, I mean that would be that would be insane. Everybody would drive different types of vehicles. There'd be people like on hydro vehicles. It would foster innovation like nobody's ever seen. High school fucking science fairs would mean something because high school is as local as it gets. So those kids are growing up learning like, oh well, we don't have any. Any gasoline reserves, so our cars need to move on gerbil power. And then they would fucking have gerbil cars. I mean, I think a lot of people would just go back to bicycles. Yeah, bicycles that they're building. Jobs. Health. People riding bicycles, they're healthy. Dude, I mean, this is a little bit... This is a little bit thick to untangle, because... There, you can't, you can't. Um, I will pull this cone through it until it's untangled. Dude, Fire it at No, that's no, that's so much shit. I mean, you know, you would have innovation, sure, but you would have. It would take a long time to stabilize, okay, um, until you got to a point where everything was okay again does that make sense like because you would there's gonna there's gonna be growing pains i'm not saying there's not growing pains here we're we're reestablishing civilization as we know it yo totally because you there's gonna be some some eggs cracking you know if we did that it would affect the world economy heavily it would but fuck them they can get on board too but but then here's the other thing is like so we d- we're not on the gold standard anymore. We're on. The... That's not what you know. Fucking uh... let's say let's say that 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 like the American dollar is consistent, or even how about this? We freeze currency. Where get rid it of is. currency? It's all barter now, man. Mm, yeah. Okay. I mean, but we have to. There has to be something where we'd like you'd freeze currency. Yeah, okay, maybe let's say it's all barter. Barter, sure. That would be even better because you'd because have I'm... to figure out yourself what something's worth and it would be only worth what it's worth to you. Well, I mean, it would be worth Sir? it w- it wouldn't be worth what it's worth to you. It would be worth what it's worth to the markets that you're going to. So each market no, would command. That's the whole point of like all those video games where it's like I have a thousand swords and I can trade the thousand swords for one heart or whatever. Right. It's but, like, but if you're trading swords for a heart in the heart region or swords for dirt in the dirt region, dirt's not going to be able to pay as much as heart's going to pay because exchange rate. So... I think you have to be dictated by the market that you're actually selling it in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying I think we're saying the same thing. But I'm like, I like, guess my so, example so if, is if, bad. If, but I, like, if, I, if I live in a forgery land where I can, I, I'm like an iron forger or whatever. Yeah, that's not going to be dictated by. There's well, actually, iron is actually a really good point because iron is very heavy, so it's difficult to transport. So there is a base minimum that I have to get back in order to to ship these places based on miles and tonnage. 
But beyond that baseline, my prices could fluctuate based on the market that they're going to. You would still also have to have... This is how the world economy began and existed and why it exists the way it does today because you would still have to have resources be exported from region to region. Right, but But, you wouldn't be relying... Like I would want to take out the companies who are in charge, who make money off of just being the transport barons. Well, no, you want to get rid of the holding companies and the right anyone who's like, benefiting the shares, from not being in in the the actual direct line the yeah the direct line of fire yeah exactly like if you are if you were a direct logistics coordinator in this case i think you're okay to make money off of it but um what i was saying before is like if you were the person who is rich in chickens all right and you want to sell three chickens to someone or trade three chickens to someone for I mean I don't know name a thing but but you're rich in chickens then maybe your value of chickens is different than your neighbor who only has two chickens you know that he can deal with selling you let's say you have like 40 chickens that you can get rid of you could afford to get rid of but he only has two chickens he can afford to get rid of that dynamic changes and that's why bartering is brilliant because it's the value of whatever that item is is in the eye of the beholder well but also well no it's not because even if i'm trying to barter with my neighbor's chickens he already has chickens so i obviously have to go outside of that sphere to get chickens because we're a chicken economy no, no, no. What I'm saying is you're you're trading something else with someone who doesn't have chickens but needs chickens. Okay. But your and neighbor I, am, I, only... am I in competition with my neighbor? Not really, no, but your guy down the road like like these are two separate transactions. Like it's like it's like you and this guy named Bob and then me and this guy named Steve. All right? So okay. you have all the chickens. I have two chickens that I can get rid of. Okay. Right? But Steve really wants my two chickens. But Steve has something that I really want. And what you, are got, you? you and I live right down right. the road. We live like two miles from each other. Right. So I give you the chickens for something. And that way I don't have to get my chickens to a further distance. You're in charge for getting those chickens there because they're now your chickens. You have chickens to spare. What did I get from you? Because what do I need? Right. You're not wrong in this. I'm just saying that for the time being, when I don't realize that you have all those chickens, our chicken values are different. Well, okay. You're stingy. So that I still. Because you have fewer chickens. But right. I have all my chickens that I need, but I only have two that I can kind of trade at this at this very moment. Right. You know what right, I mean? right, right. You won't. You, yeah. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. But I, this but I have. Also- I have. A- I have a dozen chickens that I, I could get rid of and still be okay. Right, and I only have so two it's to my it's I my benefit like... it's to my benefit to give you chickens for you to do the work to get the chickens to the person who lives four blocks away, and then you get what you need out of that deal, and I get paid for the chickens that I gave you. Right, and so now this is this whole thing where we are, every single thing that we're talking about will be the idea, in essence, of like, we're developing the world economy again, from scratch. From the chicken only part, scratch. The, the only, yeah, from chicken scratch, good job. The only, <laughs> well, not the only, but the, the first problem that I started seeing with my damnation, condemnation of uh, transport companies and robber barons was when we get to the water Water and air are completely monopolized by people without lands, you know? Mm-hmm. I guess we would need to say that those people have to live on the water, I guess. What do you do with pe- what do you do with all the people in cities? What do you mean? They have no they can't do this. Well, what are they currently doing in those cities? Nothing. They're if not the, doing anything if, of if any value. If the economy changed so we're not being paid for money, with money, yeah. 
right. the sit the cities would loosen up and people would go to where better opportunities were for them to make a living in the chicken world or in the iron world. Yeah, they'd have to. I'm not gonna make any money. There's not gonna be I'm not gonna like, hey, I'll make this reality show for you and you give me four cans of milk. Like that's not gonna work. I'm not gonna live here if that's the option. But then that's the other issue is that like what did what happened? Have you seen have you looked at a map uh based for for uh, based on population? What happened in old cities though? Like what ha- what happened in ancient civilization cities? Like they were relying on farmers and butchers still, but like what were they doing? They well, it was different in that they people it was fiefdoms like ancient whatnot, Greece. Right? Think think about think about ancient Greece. What were those guys doing in the cities? What were they doing? But that wasn't a barter economy, was it? That was that was money. Did they have the drachma? Excuse me. The drachma, which is the currency. You know, you have this way of saying things like it's common knowledge, even though I know <laughs> you know it's not. And I'm smart enough to be able to deduce and infer what it is, but that's not going to stop me from asking you again, what the fuck did you say to me? <laughs> you can't just say, did they not have the drama? And me not pause, okay? We're having a conversation in 2019 right now. We're not talking about yeah. drama. Okay, well, it was, it was a currency that was in existence in your lifetime. Well, that being said, uh, <laughs> I mean, it was different back then too because, well, I mean, the rich were still taking from the poor in that in that regard. Think of uh, serfs and and lords and all that in, yeah. in medieval uh, Europe. Then you had the slave trade, which existed everywhere all the time. Mm-hmm. You had. The marketplaces, from what I've seen in movies and whatnot, so that's where the farmers and everyone would go. But those seem like those were still people that were just going there. It was every day, not every week. So people would have to go there when their food spoils. You had textiles. Textiles were very big. Mm -hmm. So there are things there, but... What again? It goes back to the conversation we had a few episodes ago about what are necessary jobs for a society. Oh man, that was that was a great question that I had, and I so just... like, and it goes back to like, are newscasters necessary job? Is that going to be required to be in the civiliz- civilization that we're building now? I think that like the answer is going to inevitably be again. But it, goes, it just goes yes. back to the fucking the zipper, man. Think of if if three out of every five people think that they're more important and they deserve to be in front of you. As soon as we start trying to do this utopia, if there are ten people in there, six of them are trying to get over on you and figure out like, oh, this guy doesn't have any chickens. I'll loan him a chicken, and then when he can't pay me back my chicken at the end of the week, he'll get, you know, vigorous interest. Or, oh, let's develop something to say that my company is the best, and then you just develop advertising, just so that you benefit from them being able to tell people that you're doing a good job. Well, that's that's exactly what I was saying before, is that even if we started from scratch, we would just have to create a role where we started from scratch every hundred years, because effectively you would instinctually, humans would instinctually, not instinctually, humans would come to more or less relatively the same conclusions every time. Like, eventually you have to have all these swindlers who are trying to make money and do as little work as possible, and you continue this trend until we get to where we are now, which is well, but hilarious. It's not, it's not even like swindling when you first start thinking about it. It's like when you first think of the person who's like, you know what? There's got to be a better way where I can enjoy more free time, which I think about every fucking day. 
And then they're like, you know what? I could probably outsource most of my work to people who need to do that work so that I could get a weekend. And it just starts as like a really sincere dream to be able to spend time with your family. And then the further and further or farther for, uh, I guess further, it's further further. because it's not distance. The further they get away from that original idea. Theoretical distance versus physical distance. Yes. Yeah. Right. That's what you said. Yep. I know. I'm just, just, I'm just hammering it out for a listener. I'm hammering it out for a listener who might not know. Is theoretical versus physical distance is uh, is the general rule here for uh, uh, whatever book I use. The Bible. It's not the Bible. It's that's the only book, Lopez. No, it's like some. It's like MLA or something. I don't know. Anyway, Martin Luther King Jr. It's not MLK. (laughs) Those decisions start... It makes it easier and easier each time you do it. It just starts degrading because you you, you further remove yourself from society. MLK. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, keep going. It's just... Oh, man. Uh, What... Just at 30, you just get to retire then. You put your time in that, then at 30, society takes care of you. I mean, that's, I, oh God, I've been thinking about that for a long time too. There are a couple of things with that is like, I, 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 when I started the job that I have now three years ago, I, I still have this feeling in a lot of ways, but it's like, I never wanted to retire. I thought, ooh, retiring feels fucking weird. Like, I don't like the idea of my personal me not being occupied by a thing. Like, I don't like but where is my that, brain But does would... that thing have to be a job? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, like, yeah, maybe because I Because you can just... occupy your time doing something that you're more into and just be like you know what i put my time in i survived and now i'm going to live off the fruits of my labor right right of course i mean my my neighbor told me you fucking sent me a text with the drachma wiki come on man yeah drachma hate you (laughs) no you don't anyway oh man it's so funny oh god do we take a break? The archaic period. Man, that sounds old, huh? Do you need a break? I need a beer or something. Oh, I have wireless headphones. I can go to get a beer right now. I'll just yell from the kitchen. All right, don't don't yell. I will. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take my headphones off. Okay. Okay. Through the through the power of. Modern technology and magical editing. We're back. So, uh, you've been listening to 2928. Um, This is a continuing conversation that I have with a friend of mine. My name is Andy. You know, Lopez, why why do you take uh, complete ownership of this thing? It's not a conversation you're having. It's a conversation we have. Did I say I've been having? Yeah, yeah. You really take uh, you, uh, you you take the reins on the uh, the ownership of this thing. Someone has to be able to go into the glove box, put on the driving gloves, and take the reins. Wait, did stagecoaches yep. have a glove yep. box? That's where the glove box comes from. Is did you manufacture this whole intro just so you could tell me stagecoach facts? No, uh, did you know but... that calling shotgun <laughs> refers to the passenger in the front seat of the stagecoach? I don't know about shotgun. I just know that the, the No, it's because the if you were if you were driving, I was protecting the stagecoach with my shotgun in the in the I, passenger seat. I did not know that. Well, there you go. We're all learning shit now. Um, all right, so you got glove the, box the, and the, I got the, shotgun. All right, very the good. Po- the point is, stop referring to it as your podcast. 
That's not my podcast. You do all the work. Wait, it is my podcast because you do all the work. That's how that works. You don't pay me, though. No. <laughs> so what, it's... what do you mean, I don't pay you? I don't know what you mean. How does how does it become your <laughs> podcast if I do all the work, but you don't pay me? Oh, my God. Okay. Well. <sighs> all right. How many, how many chickens you've you been listening to? You've been listening to the Ottoman Mile. Ooh, doggy. Five thousand eight hundred ninety-two feet of uh... <laughs> pure hassock. So, so I've been thinking about this lately, and, and kind of mildly tying into you know our our general, let's call it economy talk which is really just like uh what we would like the future uh world to be we would like it to really not necessarily be dystopian or utopian i just feel like if we gave it more thought things would be better even if we don't commit to going full agrarian fucking barter economy just being aware that what we're doing is bad mm-hmm. being aware of that in many ways overall period yes it just it just to be self-aware like that maybe to be self-conscious about the mistakes that are being made i think that would lower all of our problems by 18 percent. i also think we should get rid of all cops and all law enforcement and go to like full individual vigilante mm. I don't say individual vigilante. I don't like that. But like, it's not like proposed like that. It's just like, oh, we get rid of cops. But like, there's this gentle, like, uh, man and woman's agreement that we basically just like make sure we don't allow crazy fucking shit well, to happen. You can't just get, you can't get like rid of everyone's cops off like that. Because I'm going to say, Oh, maybe not off the bat. Like, I think you wean them away. Well, a lot of the things that we would be trying to remedy would result in less need of law enforcement. So if you work, if you work on... Definitely, but they get, they get DFA'd. Not, not off the bat though. It's, no, but individually, like, oh, this, this, you know, one person at a time from every division gets DFA'd. We... Need to rectify the fucking economy, the employment. So as we're making more jobs, as people are getting more of a living wage, there's going to be less homelessness. Less homelessness is less desperation. Less crime comes from desperation. You have to work on mental health because I have a pretty accurate theory that, uh, not theory, but like assumption that 70% of all the people that cops deal with are mentally ill. So once we embrace that and we start actually working on people's mental health rather than just ignoring it or over-prescribing it, then you'll you'll get fewer people that are involved in legal incidences. But you're always going to have... I mean, we're always going to... Will we need or... Will traffic cops be necessary if we're all autonomous cars? No. Why would they be necessary at that point? It would just be a right. robot. So the robot, it would be a robocop, a robo traffic cop. Yeah, robocop. Tr- tr- robo, robo. Yeah, I guess it's just robocop. Ro- robocop 4. Robo yeah. officer. We can't say mm-hmm. RoboCop because that's that's probably copyrighted. It's got to be Robos, Robof, Roboficer. Um, Robo Trooper. Tro- Constabot. Constabot. That's that's the future. <laughs> that is some fucking. That's that's the truth right there. I cannot wait for the world in which I show up late to a meeting and say, oh, this fucking constabot 
had a speed trap set up and my robot car got pulled over. Oh, God. What I wouldn't give for a strawberry vape right now. I just stopped you in your tracks. Oh, God, that's fucking funny. Oh, God. Oh, man. That's, well, maybe that's the name of the episode. Shit. Okay, so, um, so let me, let me do a, one of those pivots, right? So, wait, 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 as we're working on that society, you'll see it less and less of a need of cops, but I think you're still going to need, you know, the people are still going to get murdered. People, oh, yeah, totally. people are still going to steal. I think that maybe the police position is a concentration of other people's jobs at that point. Maybe we don't need as many uh, patrol units, but we still need detectives. They do. We do have to get rid of all the guns, though, somehow. I mean... We go back to... We, I think we go back to, like, you, 18th century guns is, like, the highest you, you think, could have. I mean, for everything that I see, everyone is really just upset about their assault rifles because they're so goddamn fun. Yeah, I get that. Nobody's, no one's making an actual argument that they need them. They're, everybody just wants them because they make loud noises and they're awesome. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Do you think we're closer, it'll happen more quickly for us to give away our right to own and operate our own vehicle or give away our right to own guns? Oh, God, vehicle for sure. So you think people would be fine with like, oh, we, we, don't, we don't buy and drive our own cars anymore. We just, we just subscribe to a service and an app picks us up. Yeah, because we're not Australian. It's not 1992. And it's not like one incident, you know, one, one fucking moment was just like, hey, um, this guy just murdered a bunch of fucking people. No more guns. That doesn't happen anymore. You know, that's never going to happen in the United States because there's too much well, industry behind it. Well, because we're used it. to it. There's too much industry yeah. behind it beyond beyond anything. Like all, it's like the one of the only things we still fucking manufacture. American manufacturers still manufacture fucking arms. Yeah, they do, but they, there's a lot of like Chinese guns out there too that people are buying. Totally, but it's it's just one of those. It's just one of those things. Like it's also one of those things that like somehow has an allure that is um, that like transcends. You know what I mean? I mean. I still like I personally I still like the idea of guns. I don't like the idea of guns like I don't know, like being pointed at me or like being used improperly or whatever, but like you like where we live here there's a normalcy to it. So there are a number of people who will walk around with guns during hunting season and even though vermont has uh what's known as constitutional carry which i think we've talked about before no one open carries wait what is constitutional carry constitutional carry has been um it also it sounds like a person named carry who's a spokesperson for it hi everyone i'm constitutional carry and i'm here to tell you about your rights (laughs) your right to bear arms so, um, you understand what I'm saying, right? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I am. Constitutional carry. Uh, Constabot carry. Doesn't that make you laugh? Why doesn't make you laugh? I don't. Like it makes me. <laughs> I don't. Because it's not Constabot carry. Okay, 
atmosphere burning like cypress. Cut it loose now, cause the summers are priceless. The underground's locked down, tighter than vice grips. Running through the cyphers, hitting harder than Tyson. We're the hip hop, life is B-boys, the writers, DJs, MCs that destroy the fighters. You can catch the middle, I don't care if you don't like us to touch. A king Midas rocking joints like arthritis, it's time, it's like it's Miller time. On the grind, ripping my Bruce City at the drop of a dime. This is for the north side, south side, east and west I'm showing love to my people, Bruce City represent in your ear Making sure we up in here Shining with my style so it's crystal clear I'm never leaving my home And when I'm going on the road I can't wait to get back and write stacks of flows The inspiration grows from feedback it shows And I'm smart enough to know I can't do it alone I'm gonna need your help Staying grounded and solid to fine tune The music, keep it nice and polished If you come from out of town and you need it, we got it Anything you could want on the double supersonic, yes even the chronic to relax the mind and unwind after all day working the grind we got ladies of all shapes to add to the list in the place made famous by the cream city brick and of course the brew but what about the crew and the djs rocking on the ones and twos no matter what you like we got something for you with an extra fat shout to your neighborhood too you can blame it on the liquor but it's thick in the blood and i'll verify it if you want to know if this is love This is for the north side, south side, east and west I'm showing love to my people, Bruce City Represent in your ear, making sure we up in here Shining with my style so it's crystal clear It's the home of the Midwest, best kept secret Slide through, check it for yourself and peep it Keep your eyes open, don't get caught sleeping Eight days straight, that's including the weekends Slip off the deep end and drown in the cream Looking for a reason, all you'll find is a dream It seems, we're falling apart at the seams We need to come together for once, know what I mean? Um, Fresh off the boat and straight off the tap And in between coast but dope with these raps It's a rap with Phantom Channel The lack on the track We got styles for miles while the others can't adapt It's a fact we homegrown I thought I told you in the zone bone zone Rusty P's is old school Be careful or the city might hurt you I stepped up my game and cleaned out my circle This is for the north side, south side, east and west I'm showing love to my people, Bruce City Represent in your ear, making sure we up in here Shining with my style so it's crystal clear